0: Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show.
1: Very sexy robot.
0: Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Sh- Naked yoga.
1: My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts.
0: Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Hi, right, here we go. We do a podcast on a Thursday. Al, ah, what's up, man? On, I'm on the night train. This Guns and Roses. Yeah, we, I see. we got a lot of Guns and Roses giveaways on this radio station.
1: Okay, were you? In, did you get, have that record when it came out on cassette? I did the,
0: yes, I had the disc. Was I into it? Yeah, a little bit. I, I was, was not a huge Guns and Roses fan. Uh, yeah,
1: I think it came out in like '86 or '87. But like, I I was in high school at that time. It like, man, that when that came, it out. it popped.
0: It popped. Great point, Jerry. It popped. I remember 1989. I was a freshman at St. John Vianney High School in Homedale. And we did the, um, what the hell do you call it? The, the, the prom? No, nah, we're trying to pump everybody up. Oh. Uh, what the hell is it called? Oh, my God. <laughs> pep rally. A pep rally for the football team yeah. before the opening Friday night. And they came out. We did it in the gym. Place was packed. They lowered the lights. And it was welcome to the jungle. Yeah. And it was awesome. The place went nuts. That, that was 89. It's still a song. You can still play it, and people love it. Yes. The whole album,
1: front to back, yeah. solid. That was back when we had only cassettes. You really needed a a cassette like that, where you those were not discs. uh, They were discs, probably, but they. I was still the cassette era for me in like '86. Okay, that's when CD players were still expensive. They didn't come down in price for a couple years, but like you could, you didn't have to. Like fast forwarding through a cassette was a pain in the pain in the ass. So you would generally play it all the way through.
0: So that was a great cassette to have because. All the songs were solid. My friend had a cassette player, though, Yeah. that you could press play and yeah. fast forward and it would stop at the next track. Yeah. It was awesome. I know. I always felt like it was going to ruin my tapes, though. Yeah, but it
1: didn't. Because it was fast forwarding while also touching the playhead.
0: We thought that was the greatest technology. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. What it is now. Right. Well, <laughs> we used to have the other thing with the
1: cassettes is you could have the reverse cassette where once it got to the end it of the side... It would go back to the other side. It would play yep. without, But. So many times these cassettes had dead tape at the end of them.
0: Right, sure. So we just keep going. Yeah, they yeah.
1: have all this dead air. That is true. My friend Dave Miller, he used to have a, uh, a Ford Bronco that we used to drive around town in, uh, and uh,
0: he would blast that Guns N' Roses So how about this? cassette? Why don't we do something? All right. It's 2021. Guns N' Roses is back. Mm-hmm. The Ford Bronco is back. Yeah, I hear you, Jerry. How about you guys chip in, rent a Ford Bronco, and go to the Guns N' Roses show together in June? Me and Dave Miller? Yeah. I'd have to see if he's still alive. You're 51. Chances are he should be. He should still be Doesn't alive. Doesn't mean he is. Chances are he should be.
1: Dave Miller. He lived over by uh, Colonia High School. Oh, a guy at Colonia,
0: oh, oh. Uh, from Colonia Little League reached out to me. Is that right? The 11U team wants to play us. Oh, I thought he wanted me to pitch for them. No, I really didn't mention you at all, actually. What? I just thought that was cool because I heard Colonia and I thought of you. He didn't mention me? They did not mention you. How? This was travel baseball, Al, not little, Not recreational baseball little, where a kid doesn't have a hit for all season. Little Fellows League
1: of Colonia. That's yeah. what I did. So uh, you mentioned uh, earlier today that John Montone, he's a 10-10 wins guy. He's retiring after 40 years. Correct. A 10-10 wins. And first of all, this we are probably the last era of guys that can work that many years in radio. Like, I'm going to say you and Eddie, me. After that, I think the next generation will not be, certainly not at one radio station. It's just the business doesn't work that way anymore. No, it's changing for sure. Or not only say in one, in, in one radio station, just radio in general. Right. Probably you wouldn't, you might not stay in for 40 years. I think
0: radio is just going to be different. I don't think it's going anywhere, but I do think it's going to change yeah. somehow. How so? What do you think? I don't know. Like, I could see. I could see a network of, for instance, there's a lot of places they're looking for, let's be honest, they're looking for cheap programming in a lot of cases. Could you not see a network of podcasts? Like you go to, let's say, I'm just picking out a frequency, you go to 8.20 a.m. and it's WPCN, the podcasting network of New York, and every 30 minutes there's a different podcast. New podcast. 24 hours a day, 48 podcasts, different one every day. Like, I could see things where it's, you're still going to have your, I think you'll always have your live, although they're dwindling, you'll always have your live news station, or stations. You'll still have music somehow, but I think you're going to see more and more stations like that creep up. What about this, Jerry? Books on tape radio. I'm sure they have it already. There's no way, because you, you get in your car and just turn on books on tape, or you'd be in the middle of a book. No, but maybe the technology with the cars and the stereos, you can rewind to the beginning like you can rewind live TV now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, but I think if you're if you're talking about looking 20, 30 years down the road, I yeah. think it's so different. Mm-hmm. I so think. John Montone I, again,
1: might be a like you, Eddie. I'm going to put myself in that list. Yeah, We can do our full careers radio, but I don't know that the, there's a next generation don't know. that has
0: that. I'm taking it year by year, day by day, to be quite honest. I take my
1: life, Jerry. I live life one day at a time because you're never promised tomorrow.
0: No, but for you, it's very confusing because every day is the same.
1: (laughs) Right. So, you're not sure which day it is. It's tough. Well, I know the weekends are different because I don't have to s- stay up when the dog wakes me up at 2 a.m. I, c- I can go back to sleep. You go sleep. back to sleep, yeah. That's
0: true. Very good point.
1: And you also mentioned that he was doing, uh, that this John Montone was doing a Facebook Live with Ben Mevrak, the <clears throat> program director. What would it take for you to tune into a Facebook Live? I would need an intriguing guest. Like, wh- like I'm trying to think, is there anybody I, yeah. for you? Like, it would have to be somebody that doesn't do a lot of stuff. Right, where this would be the only place you could get them.
0: No, not necessarily. No, not necessarily. I mean, I think if you gave me a good guest and it was topical and not just random. Yeah. Like if you told me there was a Facebook Live today with Mookie Wilson, which is just random. Random, and we've heard from Mookie Wilson a million times. Well, not really. I mean, Mookie doesn't do a whole lot. He does a lot of stuff.
1: When? He's a, we've had him on probably 10 times. Is that true?
0: Yeah. All right, well, you get my point. I'm trying to think of just somebody that there's really no rhyme or reason for just because right, he's right, a I name that you see, can get. Right, random. But if you told me that, I don't know, something crazy happened in a baseball game and, you know, the last time it happened, Mookie Wilson was a part of it and, you know, it was one of these once-in-a-lifetime type of things and they had Mookie on, but I might be interested. But it's just random. Yeah. There's got to be a reason to model. It's got
1: to be... I always think it has to be something that is so unique that you don't get it elsewhere. Like like Bob Dylan, for example, does not do a lot of stuff. No,
0: he was on 60 Minutes. I couldn't wait to watch it because you never hear from him. Right.
1: If he was going to do a a Facebook Live where he had a guitar and some guy was going to ask him questions and then he was going to play
0: some songs, that's something you don't get a lot of. I also think, too, it depends on the guest, and I think it's a lot like... A radio show and a radio host. If you give me a guest that is boring, I'm even if I tune in, I'm not staying. But Bob Dylan's a boring guy. He is, but he's fascinating. But he is a fascinating. Right. Listen, and when you think about the life, he, his music was was like that in a way. I mean, even though he yelled and screamed, he had so many of those folk songs that put you to sleep for Christ's sake. Right. But I do think he because of what you said. He's a different guy because you never hear from him. I'm talking about if you get just a a, a guest at random. If he's going to be boring and not into it, I'm not staying. But it's like a talk show host. If you get a talk show host who comes in on fire and he is, I mean, he's energetic. He's into it. He's giving you great information. All of a sudden, I might be into it a little bit more and I might stay with it longer. I think they're actually one and the same in a way. Like you have to have some sort of personality, some sort of engagement. And I think... Because I'll tell you, even listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, which I've now done, depend, there have been a couple I've turned on, I turn them right off. Because Joe Rogan is really good with his information, but he's not exactly yelling and screaming. He's just talking. If that guest is engaging, though, I'm in. Right. I'm in, because I like them. Correct. I don't know. Yeah, I just
1: it's still it's weird sometimes in this era now where everybody's business is out everywhere. That that there were still people, and it's certain, it, it's the older generation types, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a Bob Dylan type, it's a Bruce Springsteen type, where there are still people that are not everywhere. Sure. You know, where they're not on Twitter, where they're not the one tweeting. They may have a Twitter account that just promotes their tours and their albums. But, so it's so weird. So it's still, those people are still intriguing to me, the ones that even in this day and age of everyone being available at all times and everyone doing live videos and everything, there were still certain people. Like, I love that singer Paul Westerberg from The Replacements. That guy hasn't been seen since they were last on tour
0: five years ago. i got to be honest, I've never heard of him Exactly. right I never... Nor should you, probably. You used to reference him. Who the hell is this yeah. guy? Yeah. But, like, if that guy was doing
1: something, I would find the app uh, all, well and now and
0: now it comes down to personal likes and dislikes right you would be like appointment radio can't wait to watch it and i would be like up yeah, next
1: right but for the people that like him he's not doing a million things he's doing no sure. nothing sure so i, I, I always like those people yeah and i like i think maybe i like those people because you don't get sick of them because they're not everywhere
0: well you can't they don't give you a chance to right be. they don't give you a chance
1: yeah very true. Still still recluses out there, Jerry.
0: There are some in your corner. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm a recluse, <laughs> yet I like to be on a microphone. Which is weird. Yeah. But uh, that's a lot of comedians and even talk show hosts. I mean, Craig used to say that, too. Like, the light goes on and, like, he's on. Right. I mean, he'd be very quiet sometimes out and about and doesn't want to talk to you in the newsroom. Right. But he will bring up everything and anything... Once you're in here,
1: that's what people always thought about Mike. They thought like Mike Francesa was in the hallway yelling. There couldn't have been a more no. quiet walk with your head down, kind of a didn't want to be guy. bothered. Right. And I don't mean
0: in a bad way; just right. like he wasn't going to get involved in any scuttlebutt and stuff like that. And I've always said one of the nicest guys I've ever dealt with. And I, the, no and, issues.
1: And the few times I walked past Howard Stern at K Rock, same thing. Very quiet, head unassuming. Down, right? Quiet, shy looking. Yeah. Now, Russo was Russo in the hallways as he was on the Same guy. Same guy. Same guy. Craig's somewhere in the middle.
0: Right. And it depends on when and what time you get him.
1: Yeah, the thing like with Russo, I think even people he didn't know and didn't know him, he would still engage with Yes, out in the newsroom. Yeah. Craig will engage if he knows you, but if he doesn't know you, he's quiet and walks
0: by. Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, Chris would be like, you know, who are you? Yeah. Who are your favorite sports teams? <laughs> and that's how it would always start. And then if he liked you, he'd talk to you. If not, he'd shake his head and just walk away. Yeah. But he would always say hello. Jerry, I have a new study out. Okay. I like studies.
1: It says three out of four people. That's a lot. Three out of four
0: that's people. 75% of my book.
1: No, Absolutely. Three out of four people admit to using the phone while on the toilet. Don't you think it's 100%? I would think so. It's
0: high. Well, You hold on. use your phone Time on the out. toilet. Do we mean using? You mean to make a phone call? Anything. No, just... Oh, that uh, I would think is 100%.
1: Right. Yeah. Almost everybody. And when the it's beginning... It's replaced the magazine in the newspaper. Yes, it's replaced... I mean, let's be honest. What's your go-to if you're going to have to spend a few minutes in the bathroom? Email. Oh, you'll clean out your That's emails? That's when I clean out email. hmm To me, Instagram's a big toilet... Uh, yeah, I don't... Toilet thing for me. There's pictures. Zach know. Wilson's mom. <laughs> I like to see what Zach Wilson's mom's up to, if she has any vacuum recommendations. And it's probably the mops.
0: only time, to be honest, it's probably the only time that, I, not the only time, when I check Twitter after I leave here, it's usually there. It's not, I don't, I try to stay away from it, other yeah. than before I go to bed, I always check it to make sure what's going on. And I would say I check it, pro- I leave here, I'm home at 12, 11, I'm home by 1140 now. I would say in the bathroom, yes. I probably check it around four and eight, and if I do a bet, I will post. Right. You know, right around that time. But otherwise, it's like four o'clock and eight o'clock. I'll check it usually a little more on the weekend. Sometimes never depends. Right, but yes, I would agree, hundred percent. I did take off the notification for email on my
1: phone. Okay, because I was I get so much like uh, nonsense Junk. emails. Yeah. to my work email. But I don't even, I, have, I don't that. I don't even to, have that linked up to my phone. Yeah, I don't even... I don't want the need to, The only notifications I get on my phone are text messages and phone calls.
0: Okay. That's, that's not it. bad.
1: I don't have any other stuff on there as far as alerting me when I have a message or... Yeah, anything.
0: I got to do that too because
1: yeah. it's annoying. It helped a lot because I would be looking like every time it, my phone would ping <laughs> and it'd be something like a book that uh for like a cookbook or something. Like it was a, I've got so many email. The problem... You know, I've worked with this company for twenty years. I believe if you email me at any of my old my WNEW email address, my K rock address forward here. it's still forwards here. Yeah. So any mailings I was on through yeah. all of those radio stations, corporate,
0: I still get them. Hey Al, hope you're doing well. I've got a great guest idea for you. So and so wrote a book on how to parent a child yeah. in the time of the pandemic. Boomer and Geo would be great. <laughs> right. They're so stupid. Yeah. Some of the emails. Right. I, you see where it just plugs in. Yes. I get some of them, too, for some re- weird reason, yeah. and I don't know why.
1: I know. And once you get on them, I, hit. Un- I for a while, was hitting unsubscribe on It doesn't everything. do anything. It doesn't do anything. No, they keep coming back. I think, in fact, I've heard from some people say that when you hit unsubscribe, they know it's an active email, that you're seeing it, Oh, and then they just keep pounding you. With or more. pass
0: it along to 17 yes. others. It's so That's annoying. Tremendous.
1: Yeah, it, it is. I agree. I, totally I don't like agree. that, Jerry. Me neither. Hmm. One out of three people surveyed Jerry said they admit to never cleaning their phone. What do you do with your phone situation? Nothing. You don't clean it ever? No. I'll take like a wet paper towel and clean the screen and then a dry paper towel and dry the screen.
0: It makes no. a nice difference. I don't think I do. So you're one of those think. people. I you're, don't. Yes. You're one
1: out of three. I'm one out of three. Younger people, aged eighteen to twenty nine, admit to using their phone on the toilet ninety three percent of the time.
0: Again, hundred percent.
1: Right, young people, hundred percent. Yes, there might be a couple grossed out OCD yeah, you're right. types that you're right think it's not good to use your phone on the toilet.
0: You're probably right about that.
1: But I'm always careful. Like I won't, I'll use my phone, but then how do I say this politely? I'll use oh, my boy. phone on the toilet when it's time to wipe. Not only does the phone go to, go away, the phone then does not get touched till after I've fully cleaned my hands. And rightly so. And put my pants back on because I take my pants off completely.
0: <laughs> For freedom. Oh, I like how you're so proud of that, too. Yes, freedom, Jerry, freedom.
1: All right, let's do the warm-up show. That uh, that happened earlier Did you this do morning. that
0: prior to George Kastab prior to the Seinfeld bit? Yes, you and in did. fact,
1: I felt so... So many times, and I think what made Seinfeld popular, was things happened or came up on the show that people thought they were the only one doing it. So when George got completely nude nude to use the bathroom, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's what I do.
0: And you saw I was yourself validated. in George.
1: Yeah. Wow. Which means somebody else, you know, that means Larry David did that. <laughs>
0: It's tremendous. Yeah. All right, let's do the warm-up show.
1: Warm-up show is next. Uh, By the way, I don't think we have these Thursday meetings anymore because Mark Chernoff is back to work. So we can talk to him anytime. So it looks like these Thursday podcasts are a thing from here on out. See you. and jerry don't worry it's only an hour long and most days it doesn't so we say we do
0: this it's a thursday it is the warm-up show brought to you by carney bank your bank for today for tomorrow visit carneybank.com for details alongside the eddie scazeri to my left and in front of me sort of to my left if you will but in front of me to the left a couple of feet or so uh his name is al clint dukes what's up al how are you Good
1: morning jerry i feel like the knicks ruined summer
0: Um, I suppose. I mean, they were never winning a championship, but this was a lot shorter of a run than some thought, including myself. Yeah. I thought we would get at least a couple of more games out of them. We did not.
1: In the beginning of this, people are like, "This is listen, the Knicks are going to win, but it's not going to be easy. There's These two teams are very equal. It's going to come down to seven games, and it didn't. It came down to five games.
0: And you know what's interesting is if the Hawks actually shot well last night, this game would have been over in the first quarter. Would have been a blowout. They didn't. They were awful, uh, which is why the Knicks hung around. Then they had this 9-0 run in the second and really the third quarter that put the game away. But you can make every case they should have swept the Knicks. If you look at the way the series went, and remember, Nick fans wanted the Hawks. Right. Well, how'd that go?
1: Then they were chanting. Remember after their one win, they were chanting they wanted the Brooklyn Nets. Oh, outside, out in front
0: of the garden. yes, as if the, yeah. <laughs> that
1: yeah. didn't work out very well. No, it didn't work out well at all. <laughs> you could just tell by, I don't know, there was a vibe prior to this game last night. The callers, the hosts here, everyone seemed like, hey, listen, it was a great, it was good to be competitive in the regular season and we made it to the playoffs. It was almost like that's good enough
0: next year we'll build on this. So It seemed like a defeatist attitude. It it was because, again, they were down three games to one. It wasn't like it was a 3-3 series and it was game seven. They were down 3-1 and to go win three games against the team that has played as well as they have seemed like a stretch, though not impossible. That having been said, the crowd last night in the beginning of the game was loud. I mean... They went to Rebecca Harlow on MSG. You couldn't even hear her at one point because she starts talking. The, I think was it, it might have been R.G. Barrett. One of the guys hits a three. She's in the middle of her report, literally could not hear what she was saying. That's how loud the place was. So the Knicks fans were ready for that game, at least the ones that were there. I thought the Knicks played hard early on, couldn't make a shot. Then all of a sudden they got it back. They took a lead. Things kind of stabilized. And then the third quarter came and that was that. I saw Spike Lee left early, and Reggie Miller had something to
1: say on the broadcast. That's what I heard, Jerry.
0: Well, those are arch enemies. Yeah, Richie they're Miller the arch enemies. And, that's right. There were. A, they showed. Did you see all the celebrities there? I saw a bunch of them. It's funny how they show up for games like this. Tracy Morgan, I saw. Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Yep. He was there too. I'm trying to think who else. They, they said Michael J. Fox was there on the broadcast. I didn't see him though. No. I'm sure he was. Does Woody Allen go to
1: these games anymore? I don't no? know.
0: They. I from. What I saw, I did not see him shown at any point, but I don't know if he was there or not. He might have been.
1: It was very strange, obviously, that he started dating Soon-Yi, but they've been married a long time. I actually didn't know they were married. Oh, yeah. I thought they were just together for years and years.
0: They've been married a long time. He married his
1: stepdaughter? I think so.
0: I did not know that. You didn't get an invite? I did not, and I watched most of that documentary. I don't remember. I didn't watch the third part. I watched the first two. I thought they were just together for a long I'm time.
1: Google that, Jerry. I don't want to put so out you're not sure about w- Woody Allen. Say, so look see. at that, Woody Allen. Nor
0: do we know if he was at the Nick game last night.
1: Yeah, I don't know if, he, if he's allowed. You know, does he feel uh, that he can't go to Nick games anymore?
0: Now let me ask you this, because you had. Let's see. Is this the Clint Capella? Um, so Clint Capella says yeah, he, married, you...
1: he married Yi in nineteen ninety seven. Nineteen ninety
0: seven. That's right. That's what I mean, Jerry. Ninety seven, 2007. two
1: thousand seven, two thousand seventeen is twenty years. Twenty four years. Twenty four years.
0: Wow. Maybe it was meant to be. Oh, shut up with that. Um, so all right. So Clint Capella talks about the Knicks sending them on vacation. Totally backed it up because he was like a man possessed on the on the backboards early in this game. Eddie, just make sure my fader's up. This is how the Hawks radio ended the game Ooh. and the call. The Atlanta Hawks have defeated the New York Knickerbockers in five straight games and sent them home, sent them packing. Happy vacation, New York Knicks. <laughs> rude. <laughs> well, it's also in Atlanta. It's rude, not here rude. in New York. I thought that was pretty good as he says that along with what Capella said the day before. Yeah, I
1: liked it. I it liked the way he good. did it an announcer voice as well.
0: Oh, that's I, I oh, forget his vacation. name. Keep in mind, though, Everybody on the station destroyed this man after game one because of the way he was sounding. So, right. Is what it is.
1: All right. Well, hey, good for you, Atlanta Hawks.
0: Now, they play the 76ers next. Oh. Joel Embiid didn't play last night against the Wizards. Don't know how much time he'll miss. He's got a torn meniscus, as they say.
1: Where is that? In your foot? Knee. In your knee?
0: Yeah, which is connected to the foot, also connected to the thigh and the groin area.
1: The meniscus goes from your groin, groin to your knee No and your
0: foot? No, I'm just saying the knee connects to the thigh, which connects to Everything the groin. Everything is what right. you're saying. That's all also I'm could saying. be effective. I have no idea where the meniscus goes. I just yeah. know it's the knee. And you don't want it torn. I, well, I don't think you want it torn. Right. I mean, I would think you'd, you'd like prefer it, it intact, untorn. Untorn. So the Knicks go home, Hawks, Sixers, and you've got the uh, Nets, of course, in the next round against Milwaukee. Will you watch any of these games? I will not
1: see any of these. <laughs> uh, but No are, interest in the Nets at all? The Nets? No, I'm interested in them moving on. I think it's exciting for here. I like I like when Evan gets excited. I like to hear. Evan I'm gets very excited. very excited.
0: Oh, oh. Yeah. He's a very excited yeah. little guy. Is that what uh, John Franco called him? Go little guy, yeah. Right. <laughs> I like, like Craig was calling him little guy yesterday. <laughs> I like that
1: Evan gets so excited to go to Nets games, but he won't pay for parking. Like, he doesn't like to go the But in he has no lot.
0: problems earning $250 a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> this is stupid.
1: And he, he will say, like, I will park illegally. I don't care. I need to get into the game quicker. Well,
0: it's that. It's also the fact that the lot and Bro- – so Brooklyn's not an easy place to park in the lot because it's hard to get out of as opposed to – like, I've gone it to three – It takes a long years. time, right? It does. And I've gone only – since they've gone to Brooklyn, I think I've only gone to four net games. And I've parked on the street as well every time. And it's just so easy. You walk right to your car, you go home. And there's none of that nonsense and traffic to get out of. Yeah, I parked in that parking
1: lot across the, the street one time.
0: That when you left Freaking your car nightmare. there and got the next morning?
1: <laughs> what a nightmare.
0: And that was for a concert.
1: No, I think that was for like a Nets game that we went oh, to. Oh, is that
0: the one that Craig did, the Darren yeah. Williams game? I probably, yeah. yeah.
1: I've been to a couple Nets games. That's right, Jerry. I yeah, go please. to Nets
0: games. You, you don't even remember who and played.
1: Concerts. Concerts, yes. I've been I saw Keith Urban there. I saw Bruce Springsteen there. Bruce Springsteen played Barclays yeah, Center. Barclays Center. No I, kidding. I sat with the uh, the Karate
0: Kid, Ralph Macchio. No kidding.
1: Yep. How about that? How about that? that, that mm-hmm. And I was, saw
0: the Chili Peppers there. I had Chili. That peppers That was our there. big Boomer and Carton concert.
1: Right. Ooh, uh, and that, this, that was that when was, the Super Bowl was here. That was that. Yes, that's what that was for correct. Jerry, when did we start this whole idea that the NBA regular season doesn't count? Uh like, when what guys year start, do you think that was when
0: guys started resting when we decided that guys wouldn't play back-to-backs when guys were taking random days off, that is when it became very clear. If you know you have a really good team, you can lose a game here and there. doesn't matter. Because you'll make it once you get in the playoffs, everybody plays. Nobody now we turn rests. it on. Now, we turn now it on. I don't believe in that because if the if the regular season doesn't matter, then that means seeding doesn't matter. And, you know, like if you were the Knicks, now granted they lost four games to one, but if it didn't matter, you want to be the eight seed? And go play the Sixers, no. or would you have preferred to take and, – and forget how it happened, just going into the playoffs. If I told you you were going to play the Sixers or the Nets or the Hawks, who would you have wanted to play? The Hawks. Yeah, I mean – and I get that. I do understand that. But it's what it is. Now, this, they were also battling with the Celtics, too, for positioning. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, does it matter? I don't know. In the grand scheme of things, this is where you come down to – and this is the argument I've had with Evan for a long time – because he's all for the guys resting if it means you're going to have a better chance to win a championship. But on the flip side, you've got people that tell you they charge ridiculous prices because it's entertainment. Well, if it's entertainment, then play. If it's about winning, then don't charge me the ridiculous prices because now I know I'm not going to see everybody every time because it's about the championship. Like, right. Which is it?
1: You should get you should get your money back if the, a star player doesn't play.
0: Well, I don't know about that, but I think there should be... Something to be said for you pay top and then the uh, theater people will be like, well, you know, the understudy does. Shut up. Uh, If I'm paying to see LeBron James play, like you want to see LeBron James play. Right.
1: You can't compare it to Broadway. No one even knows who those people
0: are. (laughs) Well, we don't, but we're not exactly cultured in that. I went
1: to go see that Bruce Springsteen thing in the understudy (laughs) book. It's unbelievable. (laughs) You're such a jackass! I felt so ripped off. <laughs> Who is this guy? <laughs> Bruce Springsteen's understudy talking about all his songs <laughs> and singing. That was definitely
0: a rip. Off. I don't think that would work. That's fine. I always believe this: if you're going to rest players, and I think the NBA should make it a mandated rule, if you're going to rest players, it has to be at home. Yes, I believe that.
1: What about that child, Jerry, who's in it's another true. town and but wants to go see Trey Young, and then he doesn't show up and play? I. Listen, I
0: agree with you. Unfortunately, he showed up last night and played. He has shown up the entire playoff series and played. And I do like
1: he took a bow.
0: He was great, and he said that uh, he knows
1: he's in New York City. This is where shows go on. At the end of shows, he also with twenty thousand
0: people saying "f him" the right. entire series. Yeah, he won. He, him, and Clint Capella won. Yeah, they, they won. absolutely won. I was really blown away. Not only the fact that the Knicks lost, because I thought they would have. I really thought they were going to win Game Four. And as I put my money where my mouth was on my my GM sure thing double play, though. how'd that work out last night? Not, not good. Okay, not good. Not good. What I was felt your fine second part? I took the Red Sox. Did they win? No. Oh, they lost to the Astros two one. Um, so I was zero for two. But that's the way it goes. It's a sure thing. Um, I really thought they were going to play well last night, and not only did they lose, but they just like I don't know, like the end. There was nothing there at the end. Mm. That's because Spike Lee left. No. <laughs> He left early
1: i guess i saw him hanging out with tracy morgan
0: where the stars come Chris to play. rock
1: there was another guy i didn't recognize
0: yeah there was a, they meant it there was a rapper guys. there i didn't know who he was, he they was showed ve- him yeah the rats the rapper i didn't know who yeah. he was but he had very um
1: precise hair okay like you know what i mean like he had nice cuts in like near where his
0: beard like perfect yeah it was like perfect Would we call that quaffed
1: no quaffed i feel like is more if you beard? have like um Puffier hair, I feel like, is quaffed. He wasn't quaffed. This was like just precise beard trimmer, hair trimmer, like nailed it. All right. Maybe he's got manscape. Maybe. So I would say to him, good for you. Good for him. Good for you. Exactly right. Jerry, we got Bruins Islanders tonight. What's that series at right now? One apiece? Yes.
0: I was going to say 3-3 to see if you bought it. No, but no, you knew. I knew they didn't play many games yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, 1-1. One, one. So we still have, uh, locally, Jerry, we still have the Islanders to root for. Yep. And we still have the Brooklyn Nets to root for.
0: Yeah, and the Mets and the Yankees And the are Mets playing. and Yankees. Yep, exactly right. Speaking of that, I think Daniel Jones was at the was at the basketball game last night, as was game? Zach Wilson. Yeah. Together? I heard Clyde say that. Really? Because they were discussing all the celebrities that were there, and I heard them say Zach Wilson, the Jets' top pick, and then I think Clyde said, and don't forget, Daniel Jones, the Giants quarterback, is, right? is here. Yes. Did you see,
1: I think it was an interview with the New York Post, I think one of those Steve Serby columns where he talks like a, a long time to somebody. Zach Wilson's mom? No, the actual Zach Wilson. Oh, okay. Where he was talking about, uh, you know, one of the things that he's come here to the East Coast that he he doesn't can't believe how much traffic we have here.
0: Yeah, well, we played those <laughs> clips the other day. Yeah. Where he was saying also that drivers are just angry, and you yeah. get cut off nonstop. That's been his one adjustment.
1: Yeah, so it must be a pleasure to drive around in Utah, the way he was Utah talking. Seems, Utah is the lovely. type of
0: place I see Eddie retiring to. Yeah, And definitely. it seems nice, peaceful, crisp air, nice people. Right, I feel Sounds like lovely. no one even yells in Utah.
1: Like, even if you fight, it's more of a talk. You've never been there? I was to Utah. Once you were in Utah. I went to Park City, Utah, in the summer,
0: and it was lovely. You go canoeing?
1: I did not go canoeing. White
0: water river rafting? Didn't do that either. What did you do?
1: Uh, I rode mountain bikes okay. in the mountains. Hiked. I like think I went on a hike. Shopped. I went on those uh, ski lifts. But you, you would, what you would do is you take a ski lift up with your bikes on it. Yeah, and then you bike down. That
0: sounds fun. Those ski lifts seem not safe at all. You think? I mean, Listen, you are high above and nothing. You're on a cable. I went. I remember going to like the ones in Pennsylvania. They're high enough. I remember going to Hunter Mountain to ski back in. Geez, I don't know, ninety nine, two thousand, something like that, and getting on one of those things, going all the way to the top. And I want to say the temperature was somewhere in the middle, somewhere in the range of like fifteen to twenty degrees, and the wind was blowing. Yeah. One of the last times I ever skied, I was. I could not take it. I don't even like, like,
1: they have them at Seaside, the boardwalk. They'll yeah. have those things where they go the length of the boardwalk.
0: They have that at Seaside? Yeah. I didn't know that. I am not going on What that. about Great Adventure? Did you ever do those? No, I'm not doing that either. The at least Great Adventure that shut the door. The ski lift right, There's right, just right. a bar that goes over <laughs> yes. your lap. Like, good luck. <laughs> like, imagine taking a kid up there and you slide right through. Right. No, I'm not. No, I'm out. No, thanks. I'd be in full on panic mode, Jerry. Well, you know why you're not panicked? I you have a great condo.
1: I do know why I'm not panicked, Jerry, because I hide in my condo. And, oh, by the way, it's the one-year anniversary of my condo, Jerry. It was the best decision I've ever made. Buying my own place, building equity, Jerry. Do you know what equity is? I don't have much of it, but yes. Equity, Jerry. I owe a big thank you to Carney Bank. You know how much I love them. They made the mortgage process very easy. My mortgage loan officer was always accessible, personable, very quick to respond to my panic text messages. First-time homebuyers do not hesitate to explore Carney Bank visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender.
0: All right, coming up next, when is enough enough with anniversary talk? Good Lord, especially only one year anniversary. What anniversary? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, the Mets and the Yankees played yesterday and last night. All good on the home front, and then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Radio Goo Goo. Radio Doo Doo. Yeah, the only thing doo-doo about this morning is the way the next season ended with a dud. Paul McCartney, huh? Wings.
1: Yeah, Paul McCartney and Wings. Rock show. Rock show
0: on the fan.
1: They mention all, like, uh, venues where they would play. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I want to go to a rock show,
0: Jerry. So do I. There's a lot in the uh, tour. Well, we know Guns N' Roses tickets coming up on the fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The tour dates for a lot of bands are starting to surface. And I did read an article yesterday that was discussing the fact that there might not be enough venues for all the artists that either want to or need to play. There's too much rock, Jerry. There is. That's great, though. That's good for us. Let's hope. What's that PNC Arts
1: Center doing? What's Jones Beach doing? Well, Let's PNC open Arts up.
0: Center, if you remember, I gave you, they they set a bunch of uh, dates and schedule for the summer. I want to say a month ago. I need one of
1: those those shows where a couple of '80s bands are rocking out together. Give me Poison and Def
0: Leppard oh, and
1: come on. Crocus,
0: Crocus Stocking. Would you go? Rat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Show your age a little more. Go hang out with some women in leather pants and Would you be interested in this cigarettes? one?
0: This one seems like it's right down your alley. I got to come up with the name first. Just All give right. me a second. What's the theater in Red Bank again? Uh... Oh come on, uh, Count remember. Basie, right? Count Basie Theater, right? So this did you say summer, theater or theater? Theater. Oh. I do not say theater. Theater. So this one caught my eye because I've seen him play before. All right, Jerry, a couple times, and I do like his music, although he's not wildly popular. But Bruce Hornsby is playing at Count Basie this Love summer. Love Bruce Hornsby. Let's go, me and you. I would go to that now. Two
1: men going to a concert together.
0: He's not playing with the range. The range
1: sucks, Jerry. He's got a new band. It's Bruce Hornsby and The Noisemakers. He probably goes to The Noisemakers. Listen, you're going to need to learn all those range songs because this is what people want to hear. Now,
0: here's where they're playing. It's next Friday. Right. The 11th. You oh, in? Next Friday, Jerry. Well, what, what I do like you want to do to things
1: be? way in advance, so then I hope they get canceled as they approach. Well,
0: why would a show be canceled? A so he's st- playing next Friday night. A new strain of coronavirus. Outdoors. Oh, outdoors. At Sun Eagle's Golf Course where is that uh it's in it's not red bank it's by eaton town sun eagles is the uh the old fort what the hell's it called the fort golf course
1: does he still he's got to still play the range songs i wonder what the range he better. i wonder what the range did to him that he fired them to get the what's his new band oh here's name? the
0: problem this is a problem <laughs> he's got a he's got a, he had a new album in oh. 2019 Goodbye. i mean I want to hear Bruce Hornsby on right. the range, the want, way it is. Right, that's Harbor why, Lights. That's why he's doing not the range, cause mandolin knows, Rain. because
1: he knows if you show up,
0: you're gonna. No, want he the has to songs. though. No, no, no. You listen. I want my money back. Then, if Bruce Hornsby's going to do a concert and not play those songs, well, here's the thing. I love Bruce Hornsby's music. That's going to be a
1: boring show. I'm sure he just sits there and plays the piano.
0: But see, here's the cool thing about him. A couple. I've seen him twice. One time at the Art Center, he invited everybody up to the uh, up to the stage to dance with him. So he doesn't just sit there and play the piano right. like he gets into. Again, this is 20 years ago. He's an older man, I guess now. I saw Don Henley in concert once. Whew, that was a bore
1: fest. Don Henley was boring? He just stood just stood there and sang songs. I don't know what I want you to do, but I want you to move around. You want to see Mick Jagger run around on yeah, stage. Yeah, like the dude from Train runs around. He's uh, He keeps busy. My His Chili Peppers team, are very chili active on peppers, stage. You got
0: to keep busy. Hmm. So this is interesting. So the range. Da, 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 da. I'm trying to see what's uh, trying to see what kind of songs he's going to play. Doo, 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 I'm doo, not doo, 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 liking this though that they're telling you right away that he had an album in 2019 yeah. called Absolute Zero, which yeah. is pretty much where it went. Ooh, smack. Well, did you know of it? No. If you don't know of it, right? I'm un- unaware. You're Mr. Music. That's so, right. so then you're out for next Friday. I'm out for that. I'm not I might go, go, go to that through some terrible, boring piano. Well what if <laughs> it might not be boring? How much you'll do you, report, think, how you'll, much you think tickets are?
1: You report to be $200. That's the problem. A concert, everything's expensive.
0: Well, for one, You're there's like not many seats available. I but I will tell you, you can get tickets for $69. Jerry, I got to put kids
1: through college. I don't have time. To be what sp- kids? I don't have time to be spending. You putting
0: Whimsy through dog school? Yeah, I
1: got to get Whimsy through dog school, Jerry. I got a 503 <laughs> for her. <laughs> He's so stupid. Jerry, I see the Yankees won. That's two straight wins against the Tampa Rays. Their nemesis.
0: Amazing what a difference a couple days makes, huh?
1: Their nemesis.
0: Yeah. Aaron Judge played center field. He did. Everyone made a big deal out of it. I, I believe he is tied for the tallest center fielder in the history of baseball. Really? Six seven. In first place, Manute Bull he played a couple games play, for the Mariners. He can play center field. In no. center field.
1: Manute Bull would
0: be awesome. Oh,
1: he stole another overrun. Just standing there. Manute
0: Bull. Yeah. No, that's not, uh, that's not really true. Oh. But, no, he, is, he was the tallest center fielder ever, apparently. Wow. That's what I read at 6'7".
1: What center fielders normally uh, shorter guys?
0: Faster. Well, I also don't think. Skinny and fast. I also don't think in the history of baseball you had a lot of guys that were six seven that played. Right, they'd go to other sports. Probably. Football, basketball. Yeah, so that could be part of it. But yeah, he played not the whole game there, but he played much of the game there.
1: Hmm. I like center field. You're the boss in center field.
0: That's why mm-hmm. I like. That's why I like catching. Right, you're the boss, and you're involved in every single pitch. You call everybody off when
1: you're the center fielder.
0: Yeah, well, it's kind of like the shortstop in the infield. If you can yeah. get it, get it. Right,
1: and do I agree ball. with that.
0: Yes, and so no, it was a good win for them because they were, boy, they were looking pretty lackluster, huh?
1: When you played catcher, did you do that thing where you would run down and cover backup, first, base. first base? Absolutely have to after every play. Holy no, crap.
0: only with nobody on base. Once there's a guy oh, on right, base, right, right, you're not right. leaving your post. But yes. Ground ball to short. You got to sprint down the first in case of a, in case of an overthrow. I mean,
1: we the catchers squatting down on every play. Yeah. In now
0: you now you
1: got to run down and back should, up first base. That's you're a also much. a human
0: pinata for balls in the dirt. You right. got to drop down to your knees and let them hit your chest. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a tough position, but it is a great position.
1: You got to wear one of those extended cups that covers your under area between.
0: Never wore one of those. Just a regular cup. Right. Well, what
1: is an extended cup? Well, it like curves underneath to cover the underneath area. Is that what you do when you take the dog for a walk? <laughs> Cover my cup. I don't. I'm not aware of this. An yeah, extended it's like cup. Curved, it's like a curved cup. Really? Yep. What did you ever wear it for? I didn't wear one, but I, I, in my head, I was always like, Oh, if I'm ever have to be a catcher, I'm gonna wear an extended cup. I've never heard, Eddie. Have you ever heard of an extended cup? No. It covers. Uh, but Taint is not an actual word. Chin rust. <laughs> wow, Eddie, come on, dude. Come on, Jerry. What is wrong with come you? Come on, Jerry. God almighty. And the Mets one as well. I don't which see is this exciting. anywhere. Where is this? I don't know. Did I you make be... this up? Make it up or am I creating a product, Jerry, <laughs> that I'm going to pitch to Shark Tank? No, for real. Did you make this up? No, I feel like I've seen those cups.
0: What You're did not. You... What did you Google? Extended cup? Extended athletic supporter. Oh. Nothing, nothing comes up. Hmm. All right. I'm going to Regular it. ones come up.
1: I'm going to invent it then.
0: Go for it. Extended cup. Make it look like a banana. Exactly. Because that would be the curve you're talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about a curvature. Uh Uh-huh. You wouldn't take $75 for me to measure your taint? No, I wouldn't. $75? Right. Right. Dude, this is not the podcast you jackass. Right. Anyway, go ahead, Al, please. I was saying the Mets also won, Jerry. (laughs) They did after. Did you see any of this game? I saw it was 5-4 in the first inning. So they score. Which is f- awesome. They go up 4 nothing. It's not awesome. I they love go up
1: a, a high oh, score in baseball.
0: And they go up 4 Yeah, okay, that's fine. The rest of the game, nothing happened. Yeah. They go up 4 nothing in the first inning. And then David Peterson goes out there and pretty much vomits all over himself, gets one lousy out, charged with five runs. They're trailing. Now, good for them. They wound up winning the game. Pete Alonso came through. Francisco Lindor singled in the um, ninth inning, which is his third hit of the game. And then the center fielder botched the ball, so he got to second. He gets over to third on a wild pitch, I think it was. And then uh, Alonzo comes through with the base hit. So And then Edwin Diaz, a nice, easy ninth inning. So, yeah. hey, good for them. Good bounce-back win because had they lost, you'd be going to San Diego, who's a really good team, having dropped a couple of games in a row to a crappy club. Instead, they took the series, and all good for them.
1: Now, tonight's game doesn't start till 10, 10
0: p.m. Yeah, this is going to be one that I will watch as much as I can when I get in tomorrow morning.
1: Eddie's going to see that game when he wakes up uh, Live. and has his First cheerios. pitch.
0: <laughs> now, you, Darvish, is pitching. Is he still good, Jerry? I don't know what kind of season Darvish is having, to be honest. But they're having a good season, so I imagine Andres. he's part of that. Yeah, I know Tatis is hurt. so that. Well, that's good. Yes. They also Go had ahead. in their game yesterday, Yeah, yesterday they were in Wrigley. They had a collision between the shortstop and the left fielder. And they wound up turning a double play on it, which was bizarre. After the collision. Yeah. I think it was Tommy Pham that was in left field. And then Pham lost his poop in the dugout. I don't know who he was Oh, he was furious? He was furious. I mean, he was really. And then so what happens is they collide. And I guess the Cubs thought, I'm not sure, I guess the Cubs thought the ball was caught when it wasn't. And the kid who caught it, who dropped it, gets up. It was first and second and immediately throws to third base for one, second base, double play. Because there was no infield fly called because it was, it was like thirty feet in the outfield. But it was dangerous. I think his shoulder went right into Fam's chin and he was down for a couple minutes. And you know what we practiced on you know what we did a practice yesterday? Calling the ball. We did. Did you use the example of what happened in the game? No, because game? it happened probably while we were practicing. Oh. The game was. But I did post on our team Facebook page, please show the boys this. This is why we did what we did at practice today. Right on cue. You're using real-life examples, Jerry, from Major League Baseball.
1: Always do. Bob Brenly, who is the Diamondbacks' TV analyst, Jerry, he apologized yesterday for a comment he directed towards Marcus Stroman uh, the previous day. Marcus Stroman wears uh, something under his uh, baseball hat on his head when he pitches. Right. I don't know what the proper term is for it, Uh, but Brenly, I guess, didn't like this uh, part of the outfit and said, uh, quote, I'm sure that is the same do-rag that Tom Seaver used to wear when he pitched for the Mets. So I guess... He was trying to be hilarious, he said. Yeah. And uh, people were not happy with him, uh, including Marcus Stroman, including Luis Rojas. Uh, (laughs) So Brenly apologized that he was trying to be hilarious, and he said he reached out directly to Marcus Stroman to
0: apologize as well. So... I'm going to plead ignorance on this. All right. So even if I just searched, what is what's racist about that? Do rag? Because
1: don't know if that's a, we, a proper term, Jerry. Let me. So Google if I that.
0: Google that, the definition is a close-fitting, typically stretchable piece of cloth that is worn on the head. All right. Now, when we were kids, that's what I, I you feel wore like do rag. I had a friend of mine that did, still yeah. does actually, and that yeah. And he's referencing Tom Seaver. I think what he was trying
1: to do was be like, that's not part of the uniform. Old school pictures like Tom Seaver would never wear such a thing. But I thought he
0: was referencing the fact that Seaver did wear it. No, no, he
1: was joking. He was joking like saying like... Great pitchers would never like they wear the uniform as the uniform is to be worn. You don't add things. Kind of like when when some baseball players wear their cap to the side, and some uh, old school yeah. announcer types don't like that either.
0: Well, that's get off my lawn
1: crap. Yeah, well, that's sort of what I guess they think this was. But
0: you're right. But uh, how is I don't understand how that's a racist comment.
1: I'm not sure. I think I could wear a do rag because I'm bald. I think it stops the, su- uh, the sweat. The sweat. Yes, of or course bald it does. Head.
0: Sure. It's like wearing a headband, which does the same thing. It keeps the sweat out of your eyes. I love yeah. the look, by the way. I don't know why. I always thought those were cool. I yeah, couldn't I pull it off. Like
1: would De- uh, Deion Sanders? Yes, always. Well, he would wear good that those. or a headband underneath.
0: Yeah, I always like that though. Yeah, I like the look. And again, I have a friend of mine that to this day still wears that, and he. It you know, looks who should good.
1: Have, uh, Peyton Manning should have used one? Because he never used to wear that helmet, and then oh my all god, those, the marks he those would those have. marks on his head. I
0: think most guys get that. The marks but, on your yes, head? Yes, but Peyton Manning, the camera was on him nonstop, and it looked like the force and pressure on his forehead, was his head was going to explode. Yeah. So, all right, well.
1: Well, here's the thing. Look, I'm on the, the Wikipedia
0: page, and okay. it says, uh,
1: do-rags worn by enslaved African-American women and laborers in the 19th century. That's where it comes from. All right, well, that explains it then. It was uh, used to maintain hairstyles during the Harlem Renaissance and Great Depression, according to Wikipedia. Okay, so there it is, Jerry. Well, Asked and answered. I then. guess it could be uh, considered.
0: Uh, uh, Based on that, now I get it
1: exactly. But Mr. Brenly has uh, apologized. Did he apologize quickly? I'm not sure if uh, Marcus Stroman answered his. How do you re- do, how would you reach out to a player you want to apologize to? Would I you would go think... email or text message. First of all, you got to go to the Mets and say, "May I, I have their phone right. number?" Right. The
0: first thing you do is you contact the Mets. To get in touch with him, and I, I, you know, I feel like in this day and age, it's everything's text message. Yeah, but that said, this to me might require a phone call.
1: Although maybe he goes to the Mets, and the Mets are like, you know what? You give us the
0: message. How about this?
1: We'll text it. to uh, Marcus this? Stroman.
0: They were in Arizona. Go talk to him. We don't talk to each no, other. No, but anymore, that's Jerry. We text message. That's probably what should have been done. I don't right. know if it was or not, but, but that probably should have been done.
1: Right now, if I needed to say something to you, I would text you.
0: And you do that often. Yeah. You even sometimes text me from the control room. You could just (laughs) pop your head out the door. I do. Well, because you're always out there working with headphones on. And I don't want to interrupt you. That's all right. For something stupid. Very thoughtful of you. Let
1: me text message, Jerry.
0: All right. More than halfway home. 25 in front of six. Boomer and Geo. Top of the hour here on The Fan Duke it's Clems the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Oh, okay. I mean, that too is good. The most knowledgeable sports hosts on WFAN. All right. Um, let me quiz you real quick. Go ahead. I'm going to ask you. I'm going to give you a name. All right. You tell me if he is a baseball player. You got it. If he is a basketball player. All right. That's fair. If he is a football player. Or he is in entertainment. Got it. All right. You ready? Yes. Travis Blankenhorn. Travis
1: Blankenhorn.
0: Baseball player. Well done, sir. Whoosh. What team? Booyah, kasha. Uh Tigers. <laughs> no. One more try. Astros. No. <laughs> Mets or Yankees? Oh. Mets. Yes. He came in for Jonathan VR. He who played got, yesterday? Yes, VR got hurt with they got a, a, a hamstring injury, I yeah. think it was.
1: Tight hamstrings.
0: And so Blankenhorn, he comes up to bat, and we're watching the game on YouTube, and all of a sudden, I, I go into the kitchen for something, and I hear my son go, Who is Blankenhorn? And I'm like, and my first thought, no joke, I thought he was watching, was the... um. The movie with with Jim Carrey, uh, with the Dolphins. The hell's the name of the movie? Pet Detective.
1: Ace Ventura. Yes.
0: I thought he was talking about... Einhorn? Yes. So I'm like, what are you watching in there? He goes, the Mets. I'm like, who did you say? He goes, Blankenhorn. I'm like... So I walk in. I'm like, are you making this up? And there is. Blankenhorn. Yeah. And then he goes in at second base in the last inning as well. With VR out. out. Yeah. Blankenhorn. I'll tell you, Jerry, uh, CBS Sports Network has uh,
1: college bowling on i know why are we not on Some much attr- some of the w- women are attractive i i thought bowling brought out uh the nerds in both men and women
0: no no but no, no. I say you know where you some i'll tell you another thing bowling. too
1: not to sound like a complete pig the guys guys are still nerdy sometimes not always no, and this is what we're watching now with this uh, uh college bowling i was watching
0: college softball over the weekend <laughs> i not not a lot yeah a little but bit. but i did Number one, the girls are gorgeous, one. Two, they throw the ball so hard. And I know we did the whole thing with Boomer's event with Craig years back. I, and not only that, they got they get down the line so quick. It's amazing when the ball is put in play that they record outs. Like, they are so talented. It is ridiculous. Do they ever
1: throw high and tight in softball? Yeah, of course they, they do. do.
0: Yeah, of course. Absolutely. hand like that? Yeah, well, it's windmill. Whew. That ball's coming in. So, I, would, I would love to try that once. Because that's what I think that's forty six feet. I don't think they're any further back. I think it's forty six feet. There's no mound, and that ball is just coming in. I mean, wow. I would try
1: it if the girl promised not to come high and tight so that I it would like uh hit me in the face.
0: That I don't want. Well, the one thing I do like that She they, said she was gonna throw they it all right wear down masks. The middle. All right, I'll wear a mask as well. Then you'd be fearless. So you would have body your armor. So you'd have your mask over your face. Correct. You would put like something on your elbow, elbow and then pad. you would have the cup that wraps around almost Correct. to your butt. Right. So you would feel invincible. Invincible. Let's go. All right. I'd I would I actually would like it. to try and up out that way. I think it'd be fun.
1: Maybe I'll pitch to you a super underhand windmill style, Pete Townsend windmill
0: style softball pitching. I still want you to try and hit one of my eleven year olds. All right. Regular baseball. Yeah. No problem. Regular baseball. No
1: problem. I just Jerry. I can't
0: figure out a way to do it safely. For me or the child. For the child, in oh. case you actually get a hold of one, because
1: Jerry, what I do is I, I hit it right back to the box just to send a message to the pitcher.
0: Well, first of all, That's they'll send the message first, and then we'll see where you're at.
1: Jerry, I see Mike <laughs> Shashevsky <Shisette>, has <laughs> How do you spell his name? That's what I was wondering. Like he has play, played, he has played, he has
0: coached Duke at for forty two years
1: and i bet most people still can't spell his name
0: i'm not sure that i spell it right but yeah. i spell it the way that it reads well to me
1: you spell it just cuz i see show, it no 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 no, no, no.
0: no i still i still it's coach k it's still i still spell it's, it k z it starts k r z right i still spell it with the k to start i don't go you know s h i don't do that I just, but i always i always go k z r e w s k i mean whatever and once I see it, I, I know who I'm talking about.
1: What a pain in the neck, like when he was in school.
0: Like, how does his parents explain to him how that makes sense? Right, Well, like when you're
1: learning how to read, and you, know, you always write your name as a kid. Yeah. I mean, my last name is Dukes. So that was easy to write. Imagine I had to write out Shushevsky.
0: Right, so why wouldn't he, when he's learning to spell, now he's learned to spell his name, let's say, makes no sense. And then they're like, cat is C-A-T. Why couldn't he say, all right, I want to spell it S-H-A-T? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Like, I have a Z at the beginning of my name, and my name is not Zuzeski. <laughs> K-R-Z-Y-Z. Makes no
1: sense. E-W-S-K-I. 42 years at Duke, Jerry.
0: I think his name is really Khrushchevsky, but they didn't like the way that sounded, so they changed it. Maybe. Very odd. Coach Sheshevsky. Coach K. Coach K. He's retiring, Jerry.
1: He's going to ride off into the
0: sunset. Yeah. 42 years at one a university. Long time. Think about how long. I mean, that's the 1980s. Right. You were how old when he took over? Well, how let's old are see. you now, Jerry? He took over in what, 80, 81, something like that. So mm-hmm. I was six. You were six years old Yeah. when a young Coach K
1: showed up at Duke University in one of the Carolinas. And he, Remember Eddie, am I is? correct?
0: He was tied in with Bobby Knight and Bill Parcells, right? Is that right? Correct. Yeah. What
1: do you mean tied in?
0: At Army. West oh, Point. they were
1: all they were on a they but they coached different sports.
0: Yeah, but there was something I forget how Parcells is tied in too, but Coach K and Bobby Knight I believe were at West Point together.
1: And yet one like Coach K seems like a, a calm
0: coach. And, no. No, he's not. But he doesn't throw chairs. No, he doesn't Bobby no, Knight. he right, he didn't lose, but he is he's, he's intense. Yeah, I mean, he really gets into his players for sure. He's like uh he's like Tom Izzo, not the guy that works here oh, Michigan State. Really intense during a game. Doesn't throw things, but he will get into a kid's face. And he will make you know you did wrong. He won't choke them like Bobby Knight.
1: (gasps) No. He's not going to choke them. Throwing chairs. (laughs) Whipping balls at people. (laughs) No. I mean, that dude was
0: crazy. Who? Bobby Knight. Bobby Knight, yeah. Yeah. You're right. Nuts. Whipping balls at guys.
1: Was that him who was whipping balls at uh, guys? No, that was, was, that, uh, that was Mike
0: Rice at Rutgers.
1: Oh, that was at Rutgers, right. Yep.
0: And that's that's going back a long time now, too. Yeah. That's another one that's, you know, you've had, my God, you've had, uh, Peichel's been there five years, you had Eddie Jordan before that. I mean, it's a while back. Yeah.
1: Well, so. Bobby Knight threw that chair across the floor. Well, that was 19. Like 100 years ago. Right.
0: Exactly. Was that in the late 70s or was that early 80s. 80s? Probably early 80s. 80s. At Alumni Hall. Yeah, assembly hall, right. Interesting.
1: It's weird. Like, I wonder if I was really good at basketball, would I want to go to a team coached by a crazy
0: guy who wins? I think it or depends. Or So that's a really good question. I watched one of these documentaries on Michigan State basketball, and, and I don't remember who it was exactly, but they were interviewing the kid's father. And he, part of why he wanted him to go to Michigan State was the way Tom Izzo coaches. He's an in-your-face I am not going to praise you unless you're doing well. It's not going to be like, hey, you know, terrible shot, but I like the way you dribble the ball up the court. It's not one of these types of coaches. He is really going to get into you. And the dad said my son needed that, and that brought the best out of him. I think it really depends on the personality of the kid and what makes him tick. There are some kids, they're not going to take to that well. Others, it motivates them. Right, some kids will
1: shut it down when that happens.
0: Yeah, and that's not a good thing or a bad. That's just the way it is. Personalities are different. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I played for coaches like that in high school and believe it or not, even in the eighties and like in pop Warner football, the coaches were nuts. I didn't care for it, but we didn't shut down. Like you still played hard. It's a different time now. Yeah. I don't think I would respond well to a guy. yelling at me. How would you have done going hitless? Oh man. That would have motivated a, you to I hit an the An aggressive ball.
1: coach shaking me and... <laughs> I didn't say baseballs at
0: me. No, I don't mean that.
1: I did that in the eighties, Jerry. That's when that was still allowed.
0: We had a coach once. We had a coach once when I was in grammar school. I think we were JV basketball. I think it was JV basketball where we got smoked one, one afternoon. We go to practice. Now this was, you know, you talk in mid eighties. The parents did not stay and watch. They dropped you off and you went into practice. We had a bad layup line. And this was after we got smoked the day before. Our coach made us take our shirts off and do bear crawl suicide runs. You know what those are? You go from baseline to foul line, baseline, midcourt, and we had to do those. I I felt like forever. And I remember thinking, like, what are we doing? Yeah. It was brutal. Where's my mommy? Now I think you'd get arrested if you did that.
1: Yeah, I would have my coach arrested. I mean, that might be extreme, but you get the point. And I'd have Salino and Barnes, uh, my injury attorneys, right on them. I hear you. Anyhow. Right on him, Jerry. Say what you got to say. What do you mean, say what I got to say? That I'm celebrating one year in my condo? Is that what you were saying? This is what I've heard. Yeah, uh, that is true, Jerry. That is true. I was sick of paying rent. Are you sick of paying rent? Why not build equity in a home? Get in touch with Carney Bank. They made the entire mortgage process very easy. Things that would have taken a few days at the big banks were done in just an afternoon at Carney. I wouldn't recommend anyone else. Also, their first-time homebuyer program offers a ton of savings. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's
0: CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. By the way, my friend Alan texted me. He's an umpire. 43 feet for softball, not 46. Oh. 43 feet. I still want to try I think it seems pretty cool. All right, quick break. We'll come back, wrap it up, get you to Boomer and Geo. First, an Odyssey Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence on Trey Young and New York. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFA. Hi, right, welcome back. If you were just waking up, the Knicks season is over. They lost to the Hawks last night at the Garden. The Yankees, a good win over the Rays. The Mets winning in Arizona. And tonight we have got the Islanders and the Bruins. Game three of the Coliseum. Warm-up show, Jerry,
1: brought to you by Carney Bank. Your bank for today, for tomorrow. Visit CarneyBank.com for details. I see that Cincinnati Bengals fans are going to hold a rally in Canton, Ohio, home of the Hall of Fame. Over, under,
0: 12 and a half people.
1: (laughs) Well, Jerry, it's going on July 19th. They want more Bengals in the Hall of Fame. You want to go? If I was in the area, I'd probably go.
0: (laughs) But it's a month and a half away. This is the perfect thing for you to commit to. (laughs) And then hope it gets canceled. You don't want to go see Bruce Hornsby and the Noisemakers next Friday because it's too soon. Well, I'm more of a range guy, Jerry. I like Bruce Hornsby in the Range. Let's go to Canton. We'll go to Canton. We'll wear Boomer jerseys.
1: Oh, I like that idea. Boomer t-shirts.
0: We should go and support Boomer. We'll try to Boomer. get Boomer
1: in the Hall of Fame now. I did not see, unfortunately, Boomer on the list of people they wanted to get in the Hall of Fame. I guess they're starting with Kenny Anderson first. Oh, that's fair. Well, then Boomer's other. right after him. Uh, quarterback-wise, yes, for sure. But I saw some other guys I never heard of on the list. But uh, listen, the Bengals Bengals fans have had enough of your shunning them. In- <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> uh, hello? Hello with Boomer, please.
0: I'm Boomer Siasen.
1: Hi, I'm calling to tell you that not one lousy writer voted for you for the Hall of Fame. Wow. not one. Have a great day.
0: Go screw. <laughs> See, that's why he's not on <laughs> the list, Jerry. Oh man, that's fun. When did you do that?
1: Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <A couple> of- <laughs> Many years ago. <laughs> Here comes Boomer. Don't say anything. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and uh, WWE. Now, I don't know who these wrestlers are, Jerry. Thank God. But the WWE has released a bunch of wrestlers in it. It shocked the wrestling world yesterday.
0: If you don't know who they are, but what I do don't you want me to say about wrestling? it? Right. So I want oh, great. You to, I want you to be angry, Jerry. That I, don't, I, I couldn't I Now, I care. have
1: heard of a Braun, Braun Strowman. He, he was one of them. <laughs> you even
0: struggled with that name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I Braun heard a- Braun, Braun Strowman.
0: Braun Strowman. Oh, getting back to but you know the what? Because getting them. back to what we were saying yesterday, yeah. it was John Cena. Yeah. Was the wrestler I was talking about. What did he do? So that this was the 2013 event that my son was watching. I don't know. Oh. And this is where I understand that it's scripted, but my God, the physicality is unbelievable. He took a guy up on a car, got him on his shoulders or flipped him over, whatever. And then tossed him over the side, and the guy went crashing through. the. Now, I I know it's a giveaway floor, but the guy still went crashing through the floor to another level. Yes. Even if it's a mattress, for God's sakes, it's got to hurt. And this was after, and it wasn't fake, after he pummeled his head on the hood of the car. Yeah. I mean, how do you not get concussions every Uh, time you do this? I
1: think they do. I watch these wrestling documentaries on A&E. They run them every Sunday night now. Those guys get, like, the Mick Foley one, he takes chair shots right to the face. Real chairs. Packers, Vikings, (laughs) WWE biographies. Jerry, while you were wasting your time with those Knicks games and they ended up losing, I was watching A&E documentaries on wrestlers from the 80s and 90s. Speaking
0: of that, I would like you to admit now, because I got beat up on social media, that when you said that you were watching the wrestling over yeah. the weekend, I said, great, I will watch the games, you watch your wrestling. <laughs> and then your girlfriend tweets at me, fake news, we watched Nick's Hawks last night, which was the wrong night. And then I got beaten up because people said Al's doing it's his It's a work. Guns Turns and out Roses out box watch office the
1: blitz week. Tickets are on it. sale now at LiveNation.com.